Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 31 of Geeking with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner, and I am a geeky mom. My daughter is back in school. Yay! Yay! I'm joined by (laughs) Regina McMenemy, who is also a geeky mom. And your daughter is back in school, too? Yes. Yay! Kindergarten. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. kindergarten. Very exciting, very exciting. Talk about that in a minute. Um, And also joined by resident dad, Stephen Dutzman, editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming, whose kids have been back in school for a few weeks. Yeah, like two weeks, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you say lucky, but we just talked about what our morning routine has become now. Um, It's so, yeah, it's lucky and unlucky. Um, (laughs) it, It is different for me because I do not work in my home. So I understand that it is very different for you guys. Yeah. I know my place. So, (laughs) (laughs) you mean working at home and having kids at home all summer like that? It's like super different. So, yeah. 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 All right. So, kindergarten, Regina. Kindergarten. For some reason, I I didn't realize she was going into kindergarten this year. Yeah. Well, she didn't change school. She's at the same school. They do kindergarten at the school, the same school. So, it doesn't feel like really a big change. Um, but she is mm. one of, there's three kindergartners and three younger kids. Um, mm. the youngest just turned three. So, um, oh, wow. yeah, that's a, it's a good span of age now. Um, so, and we didn't have any, I didn't, I should knock on wood just in case this doesn't continue. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have any of the like transition back to school this year, like oh, last okay. year, she did a lot of separation anxiety and a lot right. of like discomfort and upset about and there has just been it's been smooth as can be this year so nice i am really glad about that because i didn't <laughs> know if i could take a couple of weeks of clinging to me as i went out the door so yeah. that's nice. i think i mentioned previously that i'm teaching four days a week this semester i usually only oh. teach in person two days a week and so I have to be on campus to teach by like nine. I teach oh, at ten thirty, but to prep, so I need to be there early. So like the transition time, if I had to like coax her into going to school, would have been horrible for yeah. me. So wow, look at you <laughs> yeah. guys having to be places all early. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, because I work. I'm not quite as early. I mean, I don't get my... out of bed as early as Stephen is talking about. I still get up at seven or seven thirty. So yeah. wow. All right, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You're gonna brag. You're gonna brag because because no. <laughs> you are uh, a freelance writer and your daughter's in elementary <laughs> school, so she has to like get on the bus at like eight thirty. Okay, she doesn't ride the bus. Oh, okay, but um, you know I have to take her to school. We live too close to the school to get a bus, which she is very disappointed about. And <laughs> we walk when we can, but it's been raining, so there's no walking involved when it's raining. Um, so, but yes, I, I don't have to, 
I don't have to get up as early as you guys, so. That's all right. Your time will come, <laughs> or it won't. I'm sure. I'm, I'll live vicariously through you. I mean, it's it's a okay. it's one of those things you just get used to. It's worth noting that yeah. I did download the Dunkin' Donuts app, <laughs> um, and it's getting a workout. So oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What do you do from the app? You just order it in oh, advance? Well, stuff yeah, like I mean, that? you could if, like, I'm just weirdly anxious about you. Like, for someone who's, like, super into tech, like, ordering <laughs> my food in advance is super weird for me. I don't know why. <laughs> you would think that I wouldn't have a problem with that. But I, um, yeah. my issue is not ordering it. It's the anxiety of just walking in and taking it. <laughs> like, okay. part of that is, like, I don't think I could do it. Which well, is you right. To like somebody's going to be no, like, you don't. What? Dunkin', That's not no, you. Dunkin oh, Donuts, you don't. They just leave it in a little thing, and you just walk in, take it, and leave. You don't talk to anyone. Um, huh. They do that at Starbucks too with their app. You just mm. walk now. Some places, if there's like, if it's a high, I mean, all right, in downtown Hartford, which not like that's like Compton or anything, but in downtown Hartford, um, you have to come in and say your name, and they'll give you your coffee. Mm. So it's yeah. a two-second transaction as opposed to just walking in and taking it because they've had a problem, obviously, with people just walking in and taking whatever coffee looked good and leaving. Um, right. But at Dunkin' Donuts, yeah, the, you, there are pink labels attached to the bag, and that just tells you your order number. Um, huh. And I, I know I could just do it, but the real <laughs> advantage is that you accumulate points that earns you free coffee, um. but you have to pay with your little app and QR code. And uh, yeah. historically, I didn't go there often enough for it to matter. But now that school has started, I earn points pretty quickly. Also, <laughs> <laughs> they give you quests. So you can basically... Quests? Well, they're not called quests, but like, dude, for real. They're like, hey, if you come today, because the Patriots are playing, we'll give you six times the points for your order. And I was like, oh, sir. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Um, so I'm wearing my, I'm, I'm, so I'm using my, I'm, I'm being smart. I, but you know, I, I don't mind once I do it. Um, uh, but by Thursday it gets pretty old and I like mm. the weekend. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's okay. So all the parents that get okay. up super early, cheers to you. Cheers. <laughs> For sure. Games. So I went to PAX West. I don't know if I mentioned I was going to PAX you West. You didn't. I had no idea you were going. Right. <laughs> you wrote like an article that was like, yo, PAX sucks. And then you went. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it was a wonderful article for GeekWire, but you right. but more or less, not to plug your own stuff, but can we plug your stuff? That Can we plug that stuff here? Is it cool? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Dude, yeah, I, I wrote an, uh, an editorial on GeekWire. I, I did not say that PAX sucks. I mean, I not... Uh, listen, issues. listen, in 2019, <laughs> if, a game, if a game's adjacent uh, writer is critical of a thing, they're saying that it sucks. That's how this... That's, that's how this entire... <laughs> that's like how the entire internet operates. Didn't you, right. didn't you learn that? Or did you like... Like, you know, come on. Yeah, no, I mean, my issue is that, so the only interesting part of the show is the indie games. Like, I will walk yeah. straight past all the big publisher stuff, you know, which takes up most of the most of the floor, the floor. which is the, my mm -hmm. problem. It's like, if they could just re-divvy up the floor, 
they could make more room for more indies because the indie mega booth is crazy crowded there. Um, it yeah. actually was not as bad this year as it was last year. Last year, we could not even walk through it. That's how bad it was. Um, but it was a little better this year. They had their mini booth arranged better. The mini booth part has 12 developers in it in a very small space. And the computers were sort of staggered in places last year. This year, they had them all facing outward, like doing like a semicircle with all of them facing out. That was much, much better. Um, so, so yeah, so it wasn't as bad as I, uh, thought it was going to be when I wrote my article. I saw some really cool things. Um, again, in the Indie Mega booth, there is a, I don't know, you guys may have heard of it. It's called, I believe it's called Calico. It's a cat cafe game. Uh-huh. It's oh, a yeah. development. So I got to meet the mm-hmm. developer of that, um, and Anna played it a little bit. It was pretty cool. Um, Isaac played this game where you're where you're a programmer. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds all right. Did he give them notes? <laughs> wrong, wrong, um, wrong. But it's funny okay, because it's wrong. like... Wrong, wrong, <laughs> yeah, no. No, there's a, the thing that's funny about it is that the programmer has a cat, and, like, the cat fixes all the bugs. <laughs> it's just really weird. Handy. Um, but, um... That and sounds... Then there was this, was, is that team, like, are they... Is that game, like, developed in Washington State? Because that sounds like no. a game that would be made by a programmer that was high. <laughs> no, I think they were from Russia. Oh, I right. have to double check. No, no, they were definitely from Russia because they gave us some candy, Russian candy. Mm. Like that was their thing. They're like, "Oh, here we have candy from Russia." Sounds I'm great. Like, okay. okay. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty funny. There was this game called Neon Noodles, in which you are programming ro- robots to make food, um, which was kind of neat. Um, there's also this game called, I don't even know how to pronounce the name and I keep mis- messing it up. It's like Nibblity or Nibbly. Um, it's an AR game where, you know, you're finding little cute things in the environment and you scan things to feed them because they eat like random stuff like shoes and, you know, things of that nature. But one thing that's funny is that, um, Anna was playing that game and she has, I don't know if you've seen these shoes that have like little beads in the bottom that sort of like jump, you know, they'll move around when you're walking. Um, and so she scanned her shoes and it came up in the game as cake. And she's like, it showed my shoes are cake. And the developer was like, Oh, it probably saw those beads and thought they were sprinkles. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. that might have been, I mean, some, it that might have been worth some QA notes. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, if you scanned other people's shoes, it was fine. It came up with shoes. I know. So, seems like a very specific kind of shoe that they had mm-hmm. an issue with. But it that was they very, had an issue with. Yeah, it was. It was very cute. Huh. It was cool. Um, it's gonna have um, like you go places and do stuff like Pokemon and stuff. But it's also going to have the sort of offline mode where you can just play in your house if you want to, which I think is really cool because sometimes it would be nice to just play harry potter in the house and you know mm-hmm. not have to worry about it but um yeah so that's the stuff that i remember um i went to a panel about games and mental health which was cool i was actually it didn't really meet my expectations my expectations were probably a little wrong <laughs> going into it oh. um but um it was basically just these people sort of sharing their experiences and i thought that they were going to talk about like data 
like mm-hmm. yeah research and things of that nature but there wasn't any of that it was just them sharing their experience so but it was all right so um it was, I wrote a, you wrote, wrote a, a story about, about that for geekwire too yes yes i wrote that for geekwire as well um so yeah so that was pax it was cool it was not as bad as last year um trying to think if there was anything i mean there were cool games in the indie mega booth uh what else oh we got slimes <laughs> That's the thing I wanted to bring up. So, you know, there's a game, Slime Rancher. It's a cute little game. It came out, I don't know, a couple years ago. Right, Steven? You know this game. Slime Rancher, yeah. Slime Rancher? Yeah. Slime Rancher's cool. I don't know why it's not on Switch It is cool. Yeah, it is cool. It would. (laughs) But I did not realize the extent of its popularity in that they made plushies of all of the different slimes. Um, and Anna's been crazy into that game lately, so we bought, like, all of them. <laughs> yep. So. Yeah. Is that the, at, at least yeah. you didn't have to buy all the Pokemon plushies. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, they're made by the same company that made that um, Goat Simulator stuffy that I got at um, Emerald City Comic Con. So, um, I think it's called fans by fans or fans for fans or something mm-hmm. like that. I would expect that they'll pop up in one of your cons that you go to, Stephen, here pretty soon. That sounds cool. Because um, I always yeah. have to come home with a stuffy for Megan. Always. Right. I can't. <laughs> yep, it's a requirement, and, isn't oh, it? Man. Well, every year I ask. I'm like, what kind of merch do you guys want me to bring home? And, like, Maggie is always, uh, Dad, um, <laughs> a stuffy. And then Evan yeah. is always like, I don't know, man, whatever. And then he never likes whatever I bring. And then Jake is always like, Dad, can I have a hoodie for some obscure character? And then I have to, like... Hunt. Have to like, well, I mean, fortunately, last year, he uh, wanted uh, Overwatch crap. So that's not hard oh, to find. Oh, that's easy. But it's... Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know, he's 10. Yeah. He likes weird stuff. Which is, I mean, coming from... I don't know where he would get that from. from but, but you think that... You're right. You're right. He, he, he gets it from me, obviously. But, like, I don't know. My wife likes some weird stuff. I'm a right. little punchy, everybody listening. It's midnight-ish Late. on the East Coast. Right. So I'm, 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 like, blasting this Dr. Thunder... So all, yeah, all of our faithful listeners will will oh, they'll know. recognize they'll know. a shift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. So that was PAX. Um, there was a Nintendo Direct that I didn't watch. No, there was such a Nintendo Direct. Do you want me to go? Oh yeah, yes, go. <sighs> okay, everybody. Um, yeah, I haven't watched it either. How about so this? they. Um, Total non sequitur before I go into this. Are we going to talk about Miss Monopoly? Do, do you guys I, even know about Miss Monopoly? Okay, let me fill you in on Miss Monopoly when we're done with this. Because you guys are either going to explode or um, um, or not. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, either way, I'm kind of curious. Because it's not my fault that it exists. So telling you about it, you can't get mad at me. Um, okay, yeah. so uh, Nintendo Direct, here's some highlights. Um, first off, they lied to us. And this is the, this is what's really interesting, and 
<laughs> Normally, Nintendo sends out the press releases and they tell you exactly what you're going to get, and maybe they deviate from what they tell you about a little bit. They'll be like, all right, we're talking about mm-hmm. games coming in 2018. And then there'll be like one game, maybe two, maybe like a third hidden in a montage that are like early 2019. And they're like, oop, we scoot, you know, we lied a little bit. No. Yeah. This was a 40-minute presentation that was going to talk about 2019 titles, um, including uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, and um, Pokemon. Luigi's Mansion mm. was a one-minute trailer. That's it. Mm. Where they basically explained that this mansion hotel that he's going to is like Epcot Center. Because every floor is a different theme. Including like a restaurant that's themed after ancient Egypt. And there's a disco. And whatever. So basically to assure <laughs> people that there's like going to be level variety. Mm. Which is... Fine, great, but that was a minute. It was a forty-minute Nintendo yeah. Direct, by the way. And then they told them, and then they gave us five minutes of Pokemon news, and they were all kind of like, so it was. They lied because then they went and they started telling us all sorts of other stuff, many of which was twenty twenty games. And I was like, what? The, mm. Not that I was mad because I <laughs> love Nintendo stuff, but you're just confused. I was confused because they've never I, lied is the wrong word. But they don't deviate. Yeah. Um, so here's the big stuff. The first one is they led off with the fact that Overwatch is coming to the Switch officially on mm. October 15th, um, which is also the same day that The Witcher 3 is launching um, on the Switch. Mm. So mm. I, I guess pick it's your... Big Switch day. Yeah, pick your poison, I guess. Um, then, <laughs> I mean, I'm not buying either of them. I own those games already. But my son was like, so, Dad, mm. we're, we're buying... Overwatch on the Switch, right? And I was like, guys, really? Like, unless they give us Nintendo... Like, I was hoping for Nintendo skins, and they did not announce those. Like, that would have been awesome if you could get, like, a Wario skin for Roadhog or dress Tracer up like Waluigi or something. Like, that would be hilarious. Then I would do it. But you can't. Um, so, <laughs> they um, they made an announcement for Smash Brothers. They released Banjo-Kazooie, which was kind of cool. Um, and mm. then they announced the next DLC fighter, which is number four in the five pack for season one of the Smash DLC. It's Terry Bogard from Fatal Fury. Did you ever play Fatal Fury okay. back in the back in the day? Never played it, but I know. Okay, of you know who? Ter- I mean, you probably recognize if you saw a picture of Terry Bogard, you'd be like, "Oh, it's that dude from that thing." Like you just—he's a—he's <laughs> not a, exactly iconic like Ryu, but. The way they did it is, and it's probably the best Smash reveal trailer ever, is they just showed the invite, like, as they've been giving Smash Brothers invitations to characters, and so they've just had it floating on the wind through all these, uh, like, this montage of SNK games, and it was all, like, reasonable characters that could very possibly have been in Smash, and they kept, like, trying to jump to get the letter and then falling and not getting it, and eventually Terry Bogard picked it up. It was very cool. Um, But to fast forward to the end, they had a 20-minute live stream with Sakurai, where on that live stream, and how about this for a world we live in, Sakurai, a game director for freaking Nintendo, told people to buy an Xbox game and play it. Like, on a Nintendo Direct, he was like, he was like, yeah, guys, if you want to play Banjo-Kazooie, you should... You should go download it on your Xbox and play it. 
and I just feel weird by that. But I'm, you know, whatever. Um, other things that they announced, they announced a free-to-play Kirby game, which is basically Monster Hunter. My kids have been playing it. It's basically Kirby Monster Hunter. You, you team mm. up with four players. You fight big bosses. Um, they gave more details about Little Town Hero, which is a game by Game Freak. It's a role-playing game about a little guy who can't ever leave his t- hometown. Um, and you battle monsters with ideas. I don't know how that works, mm, that's cool. but it sounds cool. It's only $25, and it comes out in October. Um, and then I'm burying the lead. Easily the biggest news is that they added Super Nintendo games to Nintendo Switch online subscriptions at no additional yeah. charge with a list of 20 games. Oh, wow. Um, nice. That is, uh, in, I mean, 20 games, but it includes Super Mario World 1 and 2, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, Super Metroid, um, like, like, some real, like, bangers. And then, like, there's some, like, garbage Jalico games, because you can't put out all the good stuff at once. Um, they had to save a little bit. So, like, of <laughs> course, like, Brawl Brothers and crap is on there, but there's a really, really good list. Uh, funnily enough, the word super appears, like, 15 times in that 20-game list. Um, but, yeah, it, and they added them at no additional charge. The only potential... <laughs> excuse me potentially negative change is that they're no longer releasing a regular cadence of two games a month like they were before. Mm. The updates they have said will be regular but not on any set schedule. Um, And there are some people that were really mad by that because, you know, nerds don't like change. Um, I'm fine with it because realistically um, this means that some of these games are like legit an event. Like, when they inevitably put, yeah. like, Chrono Trigger on that. That's, like, worthy of inclusion in a Nintendo Direct. Like, legitimately. Yeah. Whereas, on the current schedule, it would just be an Instagram post. And I just feel like that's not enough pomp and circumstance for some of these games. Um, so, mm-hmm. and realistically, they're not all going to be bangers. So, like, and they haven't been. You know, like, then, then yeah. some, of the, some of the months, the Nintendo games have been... Light and so I've gone months in between finding games that I give a crap about anyway. So for me, mm-hmm. this is no change. Um, and they gave us five of the best games ever made, and then like okay. fifteen right. other things. I mean, if you yeah. think about it, right? Like Super Mario World, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, Super Metroid. Like mm-hmm. those are without question three of the best video games of all time, or four of the best video games of all time. You know, so. We can, we're fine, everybody. <laughs> um, also, <laughs> they were free. And I know some people are like, well, they're not technically free. You are, I was already paying, for, you know, I got to pay for it. I'm like, dude, you were already paying for it. You were going to renew because you were going to forget. So now you're <laughs> fine. Because all of our Nintendo Switch Onlines are set to auto renew for 20 bucks, And it's $20. So we're never going to remember to yeah. turn it off. And so now... You're not even going to see it on your bill and, like, You won't even notice it. it. It'll be, like, $20. It's like, like, oh, that's that's my coffee in the morning. (laughs) I put a lot of espresso in my coffee, so 20 bucks. Okay. You know. I was going to say. I get up at 5.30 in the morning, Nicole. Um, (laughs) So, anyway, they they announced a bunch of other stuff. Much of it was um, just neat. Okay. (laughs) Neat. I mean, it was cool, though. Uh, so they have it. I, I think it's it's 
tomorrow, I think, unfortunately, that they're talking about that crazy... Oh, yeah. Whatever the it hoop is. Thing. The, um, the hoop thing. The hoop thing. Yeah, it, it's, it's probably... I'm, yeah, that's the 12th. That's tomorrow. Yeah, <sighs> it looks really weird. Yeah, um, the Wii Balance Board looked real stupid, too. But I don't fit balance the board remind me of like a step from step aerobics. That's true. Right? I mean, you this know? does yeah. look a little weird. With that said, I mean, <laughs> whatever. You know, uh, until we know what it is, I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say You're it's not gonna pass judgment. Well, I mean, I've already kind of passed judgment because I think it's weird, but I don't think it's bad yet. Yeah, that's all right though. Um, I kind of. I mean. If it's if it turns out to be an, my hope is that it's an exercise thing, because if it's an exercise thing, then then I'm cool with it because exercise things just by default look really stupid. Like case in point, shake weights and stuff. Like exercise <laughs> equipment just looks kind of stupid. So whatever. My hope is that that's what it is. Because if it's for fitness, then whatever. Fitness people do yeah. stupid crap for the sake of that. I hope it's not yeah. like a party game. Oh, yeah. I guess it could work either way based on the stuff that they I mean, were you showing. I had some. I guess there weren't really with the Wii Fit. Was there? Well, I mean, they used there were some things. Party they used games. like a skateboard. Like they used it for some yeah. stuff, but it mm. it was primarily Wii Fit. Um, which is really surprising, actually, that they didn't use it for more, considering the fact that the Wii Fit yeah. itself was so wildly popular. It's yeah. Uh, but nobody. But that that was the issue with the Wii U in itself is that, or not the Wii U, the Wii is that so many people bought it for one thing and had no interest yeah. in buying other else. things for it. It's like, no, I want a yeah. bowl. Why would I want Legend of Zelda? Like that's dumb, you know. So <laughs> the same thing. They bought Wii Fit because they wanted a cool robot scale that would show them how fat they were. That's why I bought it. Um, you know, and it would low-key judge me if I didn't play the stupid games every day. Um, and so, like, this thing, you know, so, I, yeah. I, it, it'll be interesting to see what it is. Um, yeah, it looks really strange. Yeah, and and they didn't include it in the Direct. That This was hmm. quietly announced without even a press release. At least one didn't hmm. go to me. I'm sure they maybe sent that to somebody. Um, but with no fanfare, no social posts or anything, it just went up onto YouTube. We'll see on the twelfth. So, like, they really clearly did not want to talk about it during the direct. Yeah, which I think is a. Problem. I wonder why that is. Um, I think it's because they didn't want to mix the message because that would have been the news. Mm. Like, the news would have been yeah, Nintendo announces wacky bullshit during their Nintendo Direct, <laughs> instead of the real news being, no, you can make curry in Pokemon and their Super Nintendo games on the Switch. Like, they wanted that to be the news, and mm. everything would have been buried under speculation about this stupid hoop thing. <laughs> right. And they're trying to sell some games. Yes. All right, so... That's it. Was that basically it? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Okay, so what is this Miss Monopoly okay. thing that you were talking about? <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so it's made by Hasbro. Like, so this okay. is like an, it's a game. Which is important because it is a super, like, this is fully uh, branded Monopoly. It's not like some off-brand, like, knockoff. So, 
Ms. Monopoly is um, intended to focus on the gender pay gap and on the importance of supporting women as inventors. So um, the important thing, so the big thing is instead of uh, the mascot being Rich Uncle Pennybags, which is, believe it or not, that's the Monopoly dude's name. Um, the, the main character is his niece, which I think is cool. It's fine. That's fine. Um, so I think it goes about this in two very different ways. Um, because, um, the way it deals with the gender pay gap is it just makes female players, it just gives them more money. Oh. Which is not, that's not actually the solution. Um, no. Um, (laughs) in fact, it actually makes the solution see it, it, you guys know all the reasons why this is bad and anyone listening to the show likely knows all the reasons why that is not how that works um yeah, with that yeah. said instead of buying property um you are investing in like supporting women inventors so you're pouring your money into helping women make things and like investing in their future and education and their ability to create so I think that is cool thematically because the way you win is to support mm. women. I think that's cool. They also got rid of all the trains because they're ride shares. <laughs> so you're basically getting in an Uber pool um, on the trains. So, like, I think it is, I don't know. I mean, it's better than the socialism monopoly that they posted, that they put out that was a parody of itself. While being a parody of itself, right. while also not being a parody of itself, because it was terrible, because you know, <laughs> like ugh, that was just not great. So this one, I think, has good intentions, um, mm. but it feels like what's the what's the term for like when they just for like when they just like put pink on it and and call it like the girl version. There's like a thing you you've written about that, Regina. I'm sure, right? I forget. There's like yeah, a word for I mean, it. I can't come up with it because it's quarter of one and I'm stupid. But I'm. Um, I mean, you know, but t- t- I, the the general term is just gendering. You know, like you, okay. you know, yeah. But you know, there the like there were the pink games or whatever in the eighties, and yeah. I I don't know if there's a specific word for that process other than stupid. Okay. I mean, there's that. <laughs> um, so um. They made yeah. so, so also um female players get they start with more money at the beginning. <laughs> so That's like just, that, which is not yeah. which isn't the solution. I like how freaking tone deaf is this? Like the, the, I, the, they me. not have anybody like research? Um, anybody? Like <laughs> you just had to talk to one person in gender studies who would have been like No <laughs> No <laughs> Um, yeah. Sorry. Hey, done now. Yeah, I get it. I might bring it to women's studies class tomorrow morning. Yeah, it's available on Walmart at Walmart for $20. You could play it. That would be a cool class, actually. Because you could, while you're playing, you could use it as all as opportunities. It turns out the, I was reading some of it incorrectly, the actual um, places that you are buying are things that women have invented. Oh, so it's like history. Um, mm-hmm. I, history is probably not like the best because so <laughs> I don't know if history is the right word, but like recognition of 
achievement, but I don't know if I would call it history, because, like, one of the things... Okay. One of them is, like, a retractable dog leash. Um, but, like, chocolate chip cookies and stem cell isolation are both par- are park place and boardwalk, respectively. So, like, you know, like, which, I mean, legit, I think those two are very important things. I think my forehead creases just got, like... Deeper. Um, but then they have like an acupressure. <laughs> so some of the other things that are an acupressure tool, um, uh, shapewear, which I think that's, I think I know what that is. Um, I could probably use some. Um, I'm sure they make that for dudes. Um, so the oh, I'm sure I'm they sure do. they I'm sure they do. Um, so the so yeah, it's available right now at Walmart for twenty dollars. So if you want to mm. buy a copy. Expense it to the university no. if you can, and then no. um, and then tear it that apart with your class. I think happen. that's at least a day. Um, <laughs> and you know, well, I have I have forty students in that class, so oh, wow. I have to buy that's like a lot. oh yeah, it's teams. very just put everybody class. in teams. Um, <laughs> well, I'd have to buy multiple you know versions of yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. You, that could get the, play you could get it, the but. socialism one too, and then just have two things played side by side. I I don't think the socialism one is super relevant, but it's equally t- well, probably more terrible than this one. This one sounds like it started as a good idea. Hey, mm-hmm. let's make a version of Monopoly that addresses the gender pay gap and supports women inventors, and then the, the person designing it was just like. Was just asleep at the wheel. Maybe got like stoned in the middle of it. <laughs> I mean, they're in Massachusetts. I mean, or they were near Massachusetts care. or didn't care and just phoned it in. They, they yeah. were, you know, assigned it and were like, "I don't want to write this game. How bad can we make this?" Okay, here we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope that that Mister Pennybags' niece ends up being a character in other versions of Monopoly. I think that's another good idea. Let's expand the Monopoly universe. I don't know, dude. Whatever. So does she have a name? Um, the article that I'm reading does not say that she has a name. Okay. Just says that it is his niece. Um, but, um, although, uh, so no. And knowing, okay. being that I know the editor-in-chief of the website that I am reading, I am certain mm-hmm. that she would have put this character's name if it existed. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it exists. I bet you it's, like, in the instructions, but, like, we don't have this... Right. Game. Right. Um, okay. I doubt they're sending yeah. this out to reviewers. <laughs> I don't think they send Monopoly yeah. out to reviewers. They send Monopoly Gamer out to reviewers, not this. Because this will just. I got. Go. Um, yeah, I got a um, Xbox One or something Monopoly. I got sent for review when I was at Pixelkin. One of the many versions Listen, of Monopoly. Video game Monopoly is way better than like board game Monopoly. Monopoly's the worst. Monopoly itself is terrible, but I think it's better in video game form because at least then it's interesting to look at because you know, like stupid yeah, animations. Yeah, things inco- moving. Yeah, listen, I'm. I would still rather like literally sleep on a bed of Cheetos, but like <laughs> you know, like but if I had to play Monopoly, well, the, I always say that the two games that made my game group come to blows. Uh, were Monopoly and Mario Kart. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. If you want to make your friends fight, these are the games you play. Yeah. 
I mean... So now I want to fight Monopoly for a completely different reason, but, you know... Now you... Well, see, before you wanted to fight your friends because of Monopoly. Now you literally right. want to fight the personification of Monopoly. Like, you wish it could be, like, anthropomorphized so you could beat its ass. Right. That's okay. Yeah. I get it. So, anyway, I told you about Ms. Monopoly. I read about it, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to bring this up on Geeking with the Moms. Let's get Regina all fired up. <laughs> um, I think they... Tr- I, can we give them like a C plus for for the idea? Effort. I'll give, I don't know. No, no, no. They don't get an, a C plus for effort. Nope. Oh, right. Okay, they get a C yeah. plus nope. for someone having the good idea because I think it's a good idea. No. Negative no. eight execution points. You don't even think it was a good idea? Yeah. I don't think so. Um, I, I, I don't. I, I, I kind of feel like the whole thing trivializes like. You know, I'm all about like games as empowerment, but like taking something that's a real life like um, thing that people face, um, you know, in terms of equity and turning it into a game that like I, I love the idea of a game that would highlight female inventors. Like, I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, is there a timeline, you know, a version of timeline that like focuses on female inventors? That would be fantastic because timeline like focuses on the timeline and on history and how things relate to each other. And you'd actually maybe learn something from it, but just like these random, like invent inventions and. Uh. Okay. So fair <laughs> enough. I will not give it. And I will not give it um, any points for having an idea. Okay. <laughs> I depend on Regina for, to tell me whether or not things like this are a good idea. Cause I don't know. Because I'm stupid, and right now I'm tired. So Regina can tell me, and I'll just do what she says. She's the doctor. Like, I, you know, I've said it before. I don't. People don't do enough respecting experts. Um, I'm all about respecting experts because I don't know what the hell I'm doing, basically ever. So being told what to do, great. Okay, Ms. Monopoly, bad. I kind of knew it was bad to begin with, but thank you for giving me right. the language so that now I know officially. Sure. Yes. Monopoly bad. Glad Although help. I should probably write yeah. about it, because I bet you it'll get lots of traffic. Yeah, probably. I was actually just thinking maybe I should write something up. You definitely should. Here's what like, you could probably This do. is why this is wrong. Here's what you could probably <laughs> do. You could probably take this podcast, play it on your phone into your microphone with a uh, with Siri running, Dictation. and like, right? like just turn it into text, <laughs> and you're mostly of the way there. <laughs> That's true. See, I'm just, I'm just yeah. a genius. So anyway, that's yeah. Monopoly. What else happened? There was a bunch okay. of crap, I think. But in games, I, I mean, you know, you know what? Now that I think about it, probably not. They, there's been some stuff. Uh, we'll have stuff to talk about in a couple of weeks because The Last of Us Two is yeah. having a, a preview event. I'm kind of excited about that. Um, can you play The Last of Us, or does it make you throw up? I don't know. I actually never played the first one. Oh, okay. I know. That's right. You're an Xbox fan girl. Totally missed it. Totally. It. Yeah. I'm just kidding. No. That's... I just kidding. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. That was... I almost got that one. She almost let me just sneak it in and like didn't she respond did, to it. She caught but it. She caught it. She's <laughs> like, oh, man, Steve, you're an ass. Um, I know. You came out of a weird time also. Because you were like yeah. the managing editor of a website with the, when it came out, right? Were you in charge of Pixelkin when The Last of Us came out? I don't know. When did it come out? I don't out? remember. But it came out like the day before E3. Huh. Yeah. 
I don't remember. I don't know. It may have, um, I think it may have sunken into the void between when I was at IGN and when I was at Pixelcon. There are so many games that came out during that period that just completely slipped off my radar because of having a very young child. Um, and, and I only yeah. could play when she was napping. So, um, which I tried to play Dragon Age Inquisition in the, you know, hour and a half, two hour increments, like a day. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. No, you just like, yeah, that I was don't like remember when I, what is going on. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. I, I re-upped my wow subscription when my daughter was like under two and I'm like, Oh yeah, I'll play in the evenings. This will be great. And then I'm like, what is happening? And I play for like an hour and a half and have to get up and go like settle her down again. And I'm like, I don't, I, I mean, that's do what this. baby carriers yeah. are for guys. Like I had the, we've <sighs> talked about this. I had the thing. And right, so yeah. I would lean. It helped that I was, that I was a fat dude. So I could just like lean back and he could sleep on my gut and, and then I could play. <laughs> oh man. Those were the days I got. I do remember points. I played, I played. Yeah. The, ter- the Tomb Raider reboot and Bioshock Infinite. Those were two games I played when she was a baby because that was right when we moved um, to Seattle from San Francisco. But other than that, I don't remember anything. Okay, so The Last of Us came out before that, I think. But, yeah, it was probably while you were dealing with super young child. So that's going to yeah. be a big deal when it gets announced. Um, yes. You know, it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we're also, you know, it's fall now, so we're going to be approaching the big yo, holiday the release. The big holiday announcements, yeah. Man. Like, the the, yeah. the the holiday release, like, avalanche has definitely started. Like, there were five big games last week between Control and the new dra- Monster Hunter, and this week is Borderlands. Uh, last week was NBA right. 2K, which, by the way, has a casino in it. Did you guys see that? Um, no. NBA 2K20, you know, the basketball game has slot machines and a roulette wheel to help um, in the, literally, that you fund with your microtransactions to help uh, earn stuff oh, in the My Team mode. They actually put out a trailer that had a streamer, like, really excitedly playing, like, all the casino minigames in the My Team mode. And it was mm-hmm. ratioed on YouTube so hard they had to delete it. Like it wow. got like two thumbs up to like four or five thousand thumbs down in like fifteen minutes. Um and they they eventually pri- marked it private and then they had to take it down. The the modes are still in there. Now the only positive thing is that they are limited to the my team mode, which is like the NBA two K version of FIFA Ultimate Team. So it's mm-hmm. only that mode. And so if you just want to go in and like play basketball or play the story mode or something, you don't even see them if you don't go into those menus. But still, like mm-hmm. 2K, like, what you doing, man? Like, yeah. governments across the world are trying to limit gambling in potential gambling in video games. And when it's loot boxes, yeah. at least then there can be a nuanced discussion about whether or not they are gambling. For example, I don't believe that they are. Some people believe that they do. And we can have a very nuanced and technical discussion about it. Um, I can't do the same thing for a freaking slot machine, you morons. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the number one thing we don't want is the United States government to regulate things, right? Because, like, it's the – because, right. man, do you understand, like – 
just think about it. And they're just, yeah. they're basically <laughs> just like, come on, just do it. Just regulate us. Do it. And, event, and they yeah. keep doing this. Eventually they will. Yeah. Like yeah. we have the ESRB and things are smooth as silk because we did it. We, 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 we chilled. We made our own rating system. Like this is really stupid. It's just super tone deaf and it makes me want to like bang my head on a wall. Um, mm-hmm. cause they're just, it's just going to muck everything up, man. Think about how much expense. Yeah. Like, oh. I get it. They have wow. a responsibility to their shareholders. That's like part of the deal. Like that is their job. Is they, mu- you know, I can't get mad at anybody for doing their job. Yeah, but, but still. Damn, guys. That's still. <coughs> wow. That's it. Okay. Yeah, no, I hadn't heard about yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's really stupid. I recorded an EFG daily commute about it the other day because I was just like kind of heated. Um, mm. And of course, gamers are responding to it. But the problem is like, other than this tacked on stuff into this mode, like the rest of the game is fundamentally great. And so for, it's hard mm-hmm. for me because like I always, you guys know, like I always recommend the annual sports titles. Yeah. So it's like, you know, from a family perspective, it's like if your kid really likes basketball, like that's a perfect, that's a slam dunk. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I didn't know if you guys would get that because it was a sports ball reference. I understood that reference. Oh, wow. <laughs> app, thank you. Um, so yes, exactly. Um, That's what I'm going for. Oh, yes, I told. I heard that. Um, I saw the. Okay. Gif, you didn't pop. You didn't put the gif in um, Skype, but I definitely saw it. No. Like, I definitely saw. Okay, it. good. Um, awesome. in, my, in my mind's eye, but it's like I always recommend. It. It's like if you're a football family, you get Madden. If you love soccer, you get FIFA. Yeah. And it feels weird to recommend a game with a freaking slot machine in it. With that said, yeah, it is relegated to that one mode, so I'm not super freaked out but it's just come on gk come on guys yeah. like i have to caveat all my times being like wow this game is great with as long as you don't play the my team mode it's like can you save me the words you know i know they're free but like can you <laughs> save me the space so anyway yeah movies and tv so the um the big thing that happened since the last time we talked is that uh the d 23 is that what it called yep. the d 23 expo yeah happened um and there's a crazy amount of stuff announced um, with regards to Disney+. Plus. Um, probably the biggest one, at least in our house, is the Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, series that's going to be yeah. coming. Because um, yep. we were very much hoping that there was going to be a movie about that. But, you know, it's going to be a series. They cut the movies, be. right? Yeah. 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 Because Solo didn't make bazillions of dollars. They cut all right. the Star Wars story movies. Just so I stupid. could go on and on. Yeah, very stupid. And Solo was good, so... I know. Yeah. I agree. Anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, this is probably um, going to be better. Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, they can do more in a series than they can in a movie. Yeah. And, obviously, and, because they have more time. And you have first-hand experience um, with television shows that have the same budget as a movie? Right. Yes. Um, so besides that, there's going to be more live-action Marvel shows. Um, Ms. Marvel... She-Hulk? I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah. So is there actually a She-Hulk? Um, yeah, um, so Ms. Marvel, yeah. She-Hulk, and Moon Knight are part of, like, Phase 6. Okay. Um, phase 5, the big difference is they don't have, between Phase 5 and Phase 6, they don't have an Avengers movie. There's no, like, team-up mm-hmm. crossover thing. They just have all the stuff that was announced for Phase 5, or, yeah, for Phase 5? No. 
Yeah, phase five. I don't know. When you say the phase whatever, it makes no sense to me anyhow. Well, they've been announcing them. (laughs) It was always like phase one led up to Avengers, and then phase two led Uh up to Age of Ultron, and then there was phase three. Um, so I, I don't, I don't even know anymore. And also it's late. So there's, I'm sure there's someone yelling at their, at their car radio right now. Um, like, <laughs> so someone's going to like, rule, like, they're going to find us on Twitter and be like, you morons. But like, just add us and let us there's know. There's a, there is a phase that's starting with Black Widow and the Eternals next year. Mm-hmm. And that's going to include, um, like, Fal- the Winter Sol- Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on, there are going to be, in another phase, there will be Ms. Marvel, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight. And if, if the noise you heard randomly within the last couple of weeks that sounded like a nerd, like, totally freaking out and causing, like, an earthquake in Connecticut was when they announced a Moon Knight <laughs> series, um, because I really like Moon Knight. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know who's... Um, no one does. That's what's so funny about Moon Knight, is, like, he is the deepest of deep-ass Marvel cuts. So, Moon Knight is a street-level superhero who happens to have multiple personalities, um, because, um, like, the Egyptian god of... One of the Egyptian gods of death is, like, in his head. Okay. So, he... So, with that being his, like, shtick, and he has magic powers, but not, like, Captain Marvel magic powers. He has, like, magic powers. Um, he um, is like Batman. He just has a secret identity, okay. and he, does, he fights street-level superheroes, and occasionally gets wrapped up in really ridiculous nonsense. Um, he's also, like, super meme-worthy, because he... There's a video, if you look it up, there's a... There, it's, it's a... It's a, a doctored, my understanding is it's doctored, um, cell from a comic where he's yelling at Dracula, asking where his effing money is, and that picture is just everywhere, <laughs> okay. and I, I don't know if it's from a comic or not, because I haven't really dug deep. I love Moon Knight, but I don't read all of the comics. I just think he's cool. Um, he's cool, um, and he's perfect for a TV show. You fake nerd I'm boy. I'm definitely a fake Sorry, nerd boy. It's cool. That. I'm... <laughs> Um, but She-Hulk, of those three, I think She-Hulk is the one that is going to be the coolest. Um, because She-Hulk is, it could very well be a procedural, like, it could be like law and order in the Marvel Universe, because She-Hulk is a lawyer. That's like her job. And then when she's not, she's a giant green chick who like is the Hulk. Yeah. Like, (laughs) The thing that was, like, going through my head is, like, okay, she's a lawyer, but, like, when she turns, like, I was thinking of Phoenix Wright, like, with the yelling. Yeah, I mean, when she freaks out. So, depending on, the the thing with her is, I don't think she's ever not hulked out. So, she's just, like, a... Yeah, she's always So, she's, like, a seven-foot-tall, like, super buff chick in a business suit. Like, she's an attorney, and, like, she's super smart, and she knows her stuff, but she's also, like, freaking, you know, it'd be, it, it, it's just, the way they have played her over the years, she is almost as strong as the actual Hulk, um, but she's actually smart. <laughs> Whereas, you know, 
Hulk is... I'm sure Bruce Banner wouldn't take offense to that, but yeah. it's okay. Well, I mean, but that's, the, that's been the whole bit, is that, like, when Hulk hulks out, right. he's like, you know, Hulk smash, where she's yeah. like, yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting. <laughs> um, it'll be, I mean, man, sh- I, 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 I'm excited about them, but I don't give a crap about anything. I just want to watch WandaVision, because it's going to be a like a 50s era sitcom with those two characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds great. There's going to be the, another Star Wars spinoff called The Mandalorian. That looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I might actually, actually watch that one. Yeah. It's neat. Um, so let's see what else happened. To, well, D23, they, uh, well, we knew that the Eternals movie was coming out. They like announced, most of it had been cast and announced, but they announced a couple people, most important to me at least. <laughs> yep, I was waiting for this. Was um, Kit Harrington? He's going to be playing. What is the guy's the name? The Black Knight. The bla- it's the Black Knight, but he's playing like they haven't said he's the Black. Knight. I mean, yeah, but whatever. He's the Black he's Knight. He said his character, Dane Whitman. Yeah, he's Dane Whitman. That's fine. He's the Black Knight. Yeah, it's cool. Um. I know, everybody was thinking he was going to be Wolverine, and I saw all this um, stuff on the internet I, being like, yes, okay, Wolverine. Okay, I'm going to be real. Yeah, you saw it from me, too, because I said it, and you were like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, No, for real, like, he would have been a good Wolverine, I think. Yeah. I yeah, think he would have been. I agree. And it would have been, the. I think the only issue is, um, Wolverine needs to be a complete unknown, now that I think about it. Mm. Because they want, they're going to okay. find their Wolverine and sign him to, like, an 11-picture deal. Yeah, because he's going to be in freaking everything. The rumors I'm hearing now is that the, they're going to introduce him in a Wolverine, ver- or they're going to include a Wolverine versus Hulk movie. Because um, Wolverine mm. and Hulk fight all the time. I I don't know. They do. I just, I don't know, man. It's just let's just let these guys fight. Um, but they need to find someone that's like really short. The best suggestion I saw for Wolverine is they should get the guy from Letterkenny. Do you guys watch I, Letterkenny? I don't know that. <laughs> okay, go on YouTube and look up Letter Kenny. Just watch a little bit. I, that's your homework for our next episode. It's so dumb. Okay, it's, it's a it's a it's a comedy about dudes that live in like rural Ontario, Canada. Okay, but they're like really really woke because they're like it's really really funny. Like one of the guys re- recommends everyone go meet his women's studies professor at the university. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, it's it's so good, guys. But like at the same at the end of the day, they're simple they're simple farm folk from rural Ontario, Canada. It's so good. Anyway, yeah. um so Kit Harrington is gonna be the Black Knight and it's super typecasting because it's a br- yeah. it's a brooding dude that has to make up for his family's legacy or whatever and yeah. I'm just like, all right, whatever. But it's fine because the Black Knight is a cool character and yeah. deserves a place in the MCU. Yeah. Um, Richard Madden is also going to be an Eternal. He played Rob Stark in uh, Game of Thrones. So that was interesting. And then Angelina Jolie, like, that was the surprise to me. I had, She's been like, announced like, before. But yeah. Yeah, I know. I wasn't really paying attention to it before, but it's like, you know, sort of somewhat well-known actor somewhat well-known actor and then angelina jolie and i'm like what yeah (laughs) seriously i mean she's it's not like she's doing a lot of work yeah i guess well she's been maleficent like maybe that was that's how they they roped her in 
Yeah, okay. Disney's like, yeah. But like Maleficent, like she was kind of almost born to play that part. She like looks like Maleficent. Yeah. She I might even be evil like her. I don't know. The other thing that was hard, it's still hard for me to get over, um, and I don't remember the actor's name, but um, he is on Silicon Valley. Um, and that's the only thing I've ever oh, seen. Oh, that's him in, And I just, yes. Yeah. I just cannot get past um, his character on Silicon Valley because <laughs> that's all you see when you see that's him. That's all I see when I see him. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. We'll, but you know what? We'll get past it. We'll get past it. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of people just saw like a coked out rom-com actor when Robert Downey Jr. was Iron Man first. And now that's like true. Iron Man now in the comics now looks like him. He's so iconic. So... Yeah. Well, he always had such a good face. Yeah. And the sort of manic, like, he was the perfect actor to cast. Oh, no. It was was absolute brilliant casting, and they caught him just at the right time. Um, He's, he he, he was perfect casting. Did you see uh, the the rumors flying around that he's going to be reprising the role of Iron Man as as a voice acting role, not for what if, but as an AI like Friday and Jarvis for Riri Williams, who is Ironheart. Mm. Um, because in the in the comics, Ironheart, who is a, a female version, you know, like she's a, a young black girl, super smart and builds her own Iron Man suit after mm-hmm. stumbling upon an AI that is programmed with Tony Stark's personality. Like, mm, tell me okay. that that wouldn't be an awesome movie. So they just make Ironheart, right. and it's Tony Stark talking to her through her helmet. That would be bananas good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So is that, was that basically everything that came out of Disney? I totally, we pulled the trigger on Disney plus. Sorry, folks. This is not going on anymore, but they had this amazing offer (laughs) that it was just too good to pass up. Um, And you know what? I actually think, you know, Disney should give us a free month or something because Based on my Facebook post, I think I got about six to eight people to sign up. You totally did. You were like basically a technical writer because people were like, I don't know how to do I that. Um, I some of my uh, the, the people from the Family Gamers, Andrew and Anitra, did the same thing because he's like, oh, my goodness, I just signed up for three bucks a month. And somebody yeah. was like, well, that means you'd have to pay to join D23. And he's just like, no, this is where you go. And so he had to give that. And the guy just kept challenging him on it. And he's like, dude. Just, just follow the. And so eventually, he just did a series of screenshots to show him how to uh, sign up. It's like, come on, this isn't that hard. Yeah, man. Well, no. at least nobody was challenging me. So. Well, yeah, they believed you. They did not. This dude did not believe Andrew. It was the funniest thing. I'm like, just don't be stupid and just read the website. It's not hard, like at all. I mean, if you if you can't do it right, like if you can't buy it all at once, or if you're not interested, like that's different. Don't like disbelieve people. It's not like it's some sh- sh- trick. <laughs> We're not buying it, buying it from some weird Shopify channel. We're buying it from literally D twenty three website. Yeah, yeah. So I know we were waffling, but you know we for three dollars a month. Yeah, you kind of have to, and it's for three years. So again, sorry, listeners. If you missed out, on but guess this, what? Even if you did miss out on for it, one even if you did miss out on it, yeah. it's still only eight bucks a month. So, like, yeah, right. It's still, and I'm very sure there will be price. a monthly discount thing at 
on Black Friday, which will be shortly after it comes out. Bet you they'll have yeah. a deal then. Yes, they probably will. All right, so was there anything else then? We can talk about the guy. Disney Oh, uh, not, not D23. I'm just waiting for us to talk about the stand. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's go to that now. So um, they just announced, well, Stephen King was, um, and we'll do more Stephen King in a minute. Stephen King was um, promoting his new book, and at one of the places that he was, um, where he was speaking, um, he announced some uh, people that are going to be in the stands, mini, not mini series, regular series is going to be coming to CBS All Access. I don't think they have a release date for it yet. But anyhow, the news that was, that, um, that broke today from someone else that Stephen King didn't actually announce is that um, Alexander Skarsgård is going to be Randall Flagg. Um, and oh my God, that is completely perfect. Um, because <laughs> like, again, like I haven't seen him in much, but based on his character in Big Little Lies, I'm like, this is... Oh, he was in uh, True yeah. Blood as well. Oh, was he? Yeah, he's just, he's going to be perfect mm-hmm. for this character. So very much looking forward to that. And I'm very surprised that Steven actually read that book. Yeah, man. Yeah, right? Like <laughs> He likes Stephen King. You've talked about Stephen King before. Yeah, the stand, I went on like a super post-apocalyptic kick. But like, and, but it had to be very specific because the thing that I don't like is zombies. Right? And like a lot of post apocalyptic okay. fiction ends up being like zombie stuff. Um, and the stand was like super different um, mm. for me because it started off like super believable. Right? Like yeah. the way that it all goes down. And I like absolutely believe that that's, that's a way that things could work. And that freaked yeah. me out. I mean, obviously it took some turns and went some places. But um, yeah, I could not put that book down. I literally could not. Yeah. I was reading it at work. Like, I couldn't stop. Um, and so, yeah, I am very excited about this television, um, you know, the, the CBS All Access incarnation. Love James Marsden. I love that cast. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm in. Super in. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be, yes. what, 10 episodes? I don't know. I haven't looked up that much stuff. I just... Um, I didn't know that it was even coming until recently, and then I saw it was CBS All Access. I went to Isaac. I'm like, hey, look, we're going to have another reason to have this thing. Another reason. That's two. Instead of just Star Trek. It'll be justified. (laughs) Yeah, relevant two times. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, the the Picard series is coming, so there... Yes, that's There'll be three. The funny thing is... Yeah. Three! When we load up the app, on uh on the TV, you know, most of the stuff that pops up is like ads for their like regular network stuff. So like, mm-hmm. you know, all the crazy reality TV that just mm-hmm. looks terrible. <laughs> it's like Star Trek doesn't even belong in this. Uh, even though I'm not a huge Star Trek fan, it just does not belong with the rest of this stuff. But anyhow, so. Um, but speaking of Stephen King, I went and saw It Chapter 2 today. It was nowhere near as scary as I thought it was going to be, um, and I do think it suffered from the uh, the whole the horror movie problem of once you show the you seen the, the monster. monster, yeah. And I think mm-hmm. it really sort of emphasized for me why the flipping back and forth between the present and the past, the way it was done in the book, works better than how they did it in the movie because. Um, 
because as you're reading the book, like you're in the present and then you've got these flashbacks. But as you know, as you're reading, you don't know what actually happened in the past. So there's a suspense. So you want to keep reading. But the way they chopped up the movie is that you already know what happened. Um, mm. So so that's what I mean, it was still really good. Um, I still really liked it. Um, but it, it sort of like really showed you why the book was better and actually like makes me somewhat interested in you know that director said that he would probably be trying to cut the two movies together into one um so i'd be interested to see how that um turns out but one of the things that's funny is that stephen king actually has a bit part in the movie oh. which is pretty funny yeah it was awesome that's very awesome cool. yeah yeah he plays like a, a crotchety old shop owner <laughs> it was awesome it was really bad cool. he's good um, he's a really good personable Yes. author like your personality is. he has um a home in bangor yep. maine that i've been I, yes. I never saw him there but i went past it a couple that's of where times i was born oh yeah, yeah i was born in bangor maine it's a great town and so it's, we well yeah. that explains a lot what the what um in proximity <laughs> to stephen king so. um, and, um i have my dad actually has a signed copy of the stand that he, because oh, he wow. like ran into him at a bar yeah, yeah, and he's, he's like, like that's what, exactly what I was going to say. Like, he's one of those celebrities where, like, people, he'll be outside his house and people will walk up and say, can you sign this or can I take your picture? And he'll just, like, oh, sure. He's got, like, a wrought yeah. iron, like, spiderweb fence outside of his house. It is so right. cool. And the lights. Oh, God, it is And the, such a, the other thing yeah. that you don't find out, because most of the time when you walk by his house or drive by it, it's during the day, is that the lights in his house are always on. Because if you were stuck in his head, you wouldn't want the dark either. Also, he can afford the electric bills. <laughs> I'm sure that that's part of it. But, right. Um, you know, yeah. trick or treating his house he was is awesome. a trick. I saw him. Yeah, I bet. I saw him speak when I was in San Francisco, and he told this really funny story. Um, you know, he's older now, so he like you know lives in Florida during the winter <laughs> and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but he said that like he ran into this woman in the grocery store. Um, and she like, she recognized him and she sort of berated him for writing all this sort of trash or, you know, crazy stuff. And, and then, but then she told him, she's like, you know what? You should write something like that Shawshank Redemption. Having <laughs> 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 no idea that he actually he wrote the wrote Shawshank. Wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said he was like flabbergasted. He didn't yeah. even really know what to say. Well, what do you say to that? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it was funny that he was in it. Um, uh, there were tons of trailers. They showed the trailer for um, the Sleep Doctor, obviously, or Doctor Sleep, or whatever it's called, the sequel to The Shining. Um, so I, I am cautiously excited about that. I don't know. Somewhat skeptical, but we'll see. Um, and then... Um, yeah, there were lots of trailers for random stuff. There were a ton. It seemed like there were much more than... I mean, there are lots for all movies now, but it seemed like like Avengers level of trailers where it's like literally like half hour to 45 minutes. Because like, mm -hmm. I went to the bathroom before we went into the theater and I had to go again <laughs> by the time the trailers were over. I was just like, what are you doing? You're going to miss this. But, you know, we're in the Dolby cinema and they do this thing before um, before they start showing the movie that's like shows off all the cool Dolby the stuff, sound. like the yeah. sound and the mm -hmm. high definition and all that kind of stuff. 
but lately they've been having like a trailer uh, like tacked on after that like mm. you think all the trailers are over but then there's one tacked on so when i went to the bathroom came back into the theater I, the movie was actually just starting there was that there had been another trailer <laughs> there had been another trailer <laughs> yeah so um but anyhow it was good i do i do recommend it not as scary as um as the first one the was. first one yeah yeah so um but but still still pretty good um what else i watched the dark crystal um both a movie uh, again and the netflix series i watched the the movie with anna and as happens with so much things that i loved when i was a kid i tried to get her excited about them and she's just like nah, yeah it was yeah. okay she thought the skexies were funny actually <laughs> i was like she because she before we started watching it she's like oh is this scary and you know i was like not gonna like tell her it was scary because then that was just gonna project things onto her i'm like no 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 it's yeah. not scary at all and um, and then she started laughing at them. And the only thing that sort of she was scared a little bit at were the, the, the Gartham, the little, the beetle, the big beetle, um, soldier guys. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so she wasn't that into it. Um, but then I watched the television series. Very good. Very highly recommended. It, um, it's really, really well done. And then they have this huge, like, two hour documentary of how they made it. And that was super interesting too, because when they first had, were getting ready to do the show, they were going to do it CG. Um, but then they moved into, you know, using the actual puppets. Um, it was really good. It was a really good story. Very much looking forward to, um, to them doing it more. The first couple episodes felt like they were sort of tossing the cannon from the movie out the window and it was super, like, obvious to me because I had literally just watched, just watched it the yeah. day before. And I'm like, wait a second. Like, because anybody who knows, um, it was very unclear at the start of the series whether or not the crystal was actually cracked, which is a very important mark in time mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's very, very plot specific. Lots of things happen because the crystal cracks. Um, so, but, but it turned out it was, yeah, they were still using it. It's interesting, though, too, that um, to see some of the the people who are doing the voices for um, some of the characters now, like, and I had no idea. So Simon Pegg is actually voicing Chamberlain, the Skeksy that's always sort of like, hmm, you know, which is kind of funny. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was good. I yeah, I've it. heard that. I haven't watched it. I remember watching the movie, but I haven't... Um haven't watched the series but everybody who is talking about it on social media is saying good things so yeah i didn't know if i was gonna like it or not but yeah i liked it a lot it was really well done we want desperately to watch the dark crystal um the issue is well okay i say we that's like me with my venom symbiote because like i want to like my wife has (laughs) no real like she wants to kind of because but she never Mm -hmm. saw it um, right. and then I saw she was asking on Facebook, like taking a poll of whether or not she should watch yeah, it. Yeah. And everybody, and everybody was like, no, for real, you should watch it. You're a dork. Like, yeah. it's kind of like a cultural touchstone. <laughs> you should at least watch. And it's like the boys, like Maggie, I think is a little too young for it. Um, because she's, she's a more delicate soul than, uh, than your daughter, <laughs> Nicole. Right. Um, 
So, um, and I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. Um, well, I'm just no, comparing to my like super hypersensitive child yeah. who still won't watch movies even once she's seen because they're too scary. So, wow. Yeah. Man. So, yeah. And you're bringing her to Geek Girl Con this year, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It'll be funny Wait, until she sees like around. a little yeah. a little sister cosplay, and then it'd be like, "It's all over. I'm out of here." Yeah. Like Bayonetta <laughs> will walk by, and she'd be like, Go. "She'll like pass out." <laughs> Um, she be might. Fine. She might. Or like Hell from uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh yeah. I mean, if it's actually Kate Blanchett, that would be cool. Um, but probably not. Um, so yeah, it's it's like that's on the list of like not things mm-hmm. that not like the fake list of things that I tell you that I'm gonna w- watch and then never do. Like that's on the things that like I right. really liked the Dark Crystal. Um, yeah. and so I want to watch the original and then I want to watch the show. It's just a matter of finding time. Um, and it got yeah. real busy around here recently because, you know, and it's LARP season too. And so that's because I haven't, <laughs> I haven't done that in a very long time, but now I'm back. Um, okay. because my son is going to be old enough to play next year, right? Nice. which is terrifying. But now I'm, but now I like, <laughs> his voice cracked. um, it's terrifying. <laughs> Um, because you know he's like a man now, like it's really weird. But so now I have like a whole new like it's half of my art career. I have a I get to go and help my kid have fun, which I think is neat. But that means I don't have time to watch. Yeah, books and comics. <laughs> Margaret Atwood's latest book, the sequel to The Handmaid's Tale, yes. came out this week. It's called The Testaments. I downloaded it right away the day it came out. I read about a hundred or so pages. I had been fairly in the dark about the plot, so it actually surprised me a little bit who the characters are in it. Regina, do you care if I say? Oh, or do you want a me little, to not say? <laughs> a little. I saw you tweet that, and I was like, oh, no, I want to know. Yeah, that's why I, I was vague in that tweet. I didn't want to give stuff away. Okay, so anyhow, it's really good. I was surprised. Um have to go uh, get it. <laughs> the in it. Yeah. So I'm I'm only about a, a hundred pages in, um, but super interesting. I really like it uh, thus far. Um, so yeah, and I have to download Stephen King's new book too, which came out on the same day as <laughs> Smarter. That doesn't happen very yeah. often when yeah. two of my favorite authors release a book on the same day. Well, and two really big authors on the same day too. You like, would think that. Come, yeah. I mean, I guess there's not that much. Um, overlap but you would think that they would like know and like stagger it or does that not matter in book publishing it's not the same as i don't know i don't think it's quite the same because i think i don't think sales work the same way yeah and also think i think with books you know the library is a big thing so people like don't necessarily buy books all that often you know, rather, you know, just get them from the library. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I buy them all the time. Um, uh, but, um, but yeah, books are they're really different than games and movies as far mm-hmm. as releases and stuff go. I don't think they worry so much about, like, who shows up to buy a book on the first day the way that they worry about who yeah. shows up to buy a game or goes out to the movie on the yeah, first day. I would day imagine now. that books have a longer tail, unless they're, like, yeah. a mega hit. But like, yeah. you know, yeah. Stephen King's automatic. Well, me- if it's, mega yeah. hits have super long tails. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know how many 
copies of Harry Potter are still selling. Well, I mean, right. is that a mega hit? I was going to say, or are there series? Is that a mega have, hit, you know? or is that... Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Regina. No, it's fine. It's canon. <laughs> um, the, um, I don't, it, is, is Harry Potter like a mega hit or is that like the, like the, like the Bible, like it just, it prints and it will well, never yeah, stop that, selling. That's what I was saying. It, it's canon. Like it's not, you know, it's, it's the mythology of our time. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But, but I think the point I was trying to make was that, you know, Book series have books that are series have a longer tail too, because yeah. what happens is pe- the new one comes out and then people go back because that's what happened for me with Harry Potter. I think they were on book two. Book two was out when I started reading it. Right? Yeah, for back. me it was four. Yeah, but you I start four it. comes yeah. out and you learn about it and you're like, oh, this looks really cool, and then you have to go back and catch up, and so then that yeah. like you know changes the sales of things too. So I think they just don't work the numbers the same way yeah fair yeah Yeah. so that's cool i'll definitely report back when i finish it i probably will have finished it by the next time next time we that's very likely (laughs) it would that's very yeah it would be weird if i hadn't um all right so i have you guys been reading anything i was just gonna go into like that's it but i didn't ask you (laughs) i i started a book called because internet which is a oh. um it is Where did I see that? Did you post a picture of it? It was um my wife posted a picture of all the books we yes. brought home from the library. Yes. Um because mm. our trip yes, to the library speaking one. of when you said, you know, libraries are a big thing, like we went so Evan and Jacob both got grounded from electronics for an absurd <laughs> amount of time. Like Jacob lost it for at mm-hmm. least three weeks, at least. Um which yeah. in our house is an absurd amount of time. I know some parents are a little harsher than us, but like, I need my kids to play games for my work. So grounding them indefinitely yeah. sucks for me. Yeah. Um, but so yeah. we went to the library and <coughs> brought home, like, I think Megan took out like nine books. Um, and I took home because internet. Basically, it's a linguistic study of the effect that the internet has had on our language. And it's actually kind of yeah. interesting. Um, the author yeah, is... Yeah, it sounds really The author is funny, um, which yeah. I think... She's going to be speaking at something, because in addition to like writing actual stories for GeekWire, I do manage their community calendar as well. And she's going to be speaking somewhere out here, because I remember uh, creating an event about it. It's nice. <laughs> pretty awesome. So. I mean, she's, she's, yeah. If, yeah. if she speaks the, you know, with the same tone that she writes it's going to be a hilarious mm-hmm. talk i mean she's pretty she's witty and she's writing about stuff that's objectively stupid right like just internet <laughs> memes and like meme culture and like the way that the internet has changed language but like she's talking about it in mm-hmm. a very intelligent way but she's being funny about it and i i really respect that yeah um you know i'm not super far into it um because you know i'm reading slowly because there's you know i'm really trying to understand it and you guys know I'm mm-hmm. not the brightest guy, so, um, but it's uh, but it's super fascinating. So that's what I'm. That is my yeah. edition. It's a uh, it's literally called because internet because internet. Which is yeah, I know <laughs> a reasonable title considering the subject because because blank is because actually yeah. a valid phrase now. No matter what, right. yeah. no matter what your English teacher says, it's actually a valid <laughs> thing. 
Just don't put it in your yes. college term papers or like Regina would get mad. Just put like <laughs> co- term papers are different than like actual speech guys. Just you know. They speak they use old English basically. It's <laughs> Yes. <sighs> okay, Yay and barely unto the uh, no, I'm not reading anything. I'm surviving yes. the first weeks of class. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That's all there is. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or any other feedback, you can send an email to geekingmoms at gmail.com. That is also our handle on Twitter, and we have a Facebook page. You can check us out on there. I I keep saying I write for the Geek Embassy, but I haven't written for the Geek <laughs> I'm going to write this week. I, I have my topic. Okay. I'm okay. definitely going to write this okay. week about how... I need to blast everybody because, like, the entire <laughs> writing staff has dropped off. But I can't blame anybody because I've yeah. dropped off, too. So, you know, I yeah. know we'll get back. We'll get back. Because it's we'll, one we'll, thing that we'll has been, it. like, rattling around in my head was how mm-hmm. I thought that the whole prince who was promised thing just was not resolved at all yeah. in the show. But... Going backwards, knowing that Arya is the one who kills the Night uh, King, yeah. I've been going back and finding the signs uh, of that prophecy that makes uh, sense for her. So I'm going to write about that. Yes, um, please. I also just got back into my Geeky Thrones Girl podcast. Yay! Uh, yay! So, um, so yeah, you should check that out. That is on Anchor, or you can listen to it anywhere. Um, and then if you want to ping me, my Twitter is at Nicole Tanner. Regina is head geek at the Geek Embassy, which is going to. We're, we're coming back. Re- we're going to make a comeback. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make a comeback at some point. Yeah. Um, not sure when. Um, yes. However, this will probably be up right before, but, um, I'm presenting at Rose City Comic Con this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, my What's Your Gamer Type panel, which is based on my dissertation research, uh, which I practiced twice today in two of my classes, because <laughs> nice. I told them I was extending a deadline for them because I had to go to Comic-Con, and they all laughed, and I'm like, no, really. <laughs> <laughs> I have to present at Comic-Con, and they're like, you're doing what? And I'm like, yes, I'm cool. And they're like, show us your research. And I'm like, are you serious? And they're like, yes, we are. We want to know. And I'm like, all right. So... Nice. Yeah. So that's Saturday, September fourteenth. If anybody's in the area, please come two thirty room room three. Um, Should be a good time. That's and uh, that's like soon. It's yeah. Yeah, this weekend. It's this weekend. It's three days from now. Mm. It's why. It's why. Well, we were supposed to record last night, and I did. I couldn't do that because I had to have the presentation ready today for my students. Right. <laughs> I'm still not ready yeah. to present it at the con, but it's ready. For, yeah. It's ready for my. I students. know that was actually like I was confused. You're like, I got to get ready for like Rose City, and I'm like, wait a second, like, <laughs> yeah. until this weekend, like, right. like really? But yeah, that makes <laughs> yeah. more sense now yes. that I your students the, wanted to see it. So. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. The, the the trial runs were today, so nice. Yes. So uh, come see that. That's yeah. What I'm doing. Okay. And I will Steven. be back at at Game on Girl too. I swear it's happening. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. <sighs> Steven is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming. What's going on over there, Steven? Um, stuff. So we're almost at episode 200. I said that before, but we like are legit. Like we just recorded 196 yesterday. So it's like cool for real. Um, at which point. 
the the big goal, the big and the thing that I announced yesterday is uh, we're gonna have a string of guests starting with episode two hundred one and going as long as I can keep the streak going. I'm gonna treat it, treat it like Snapchat. Mm. You know, you want to get like a streak by doing something every day. Every day. I don't know that the two of you actually know. Because I don't know if you use Snapchat. I don't, but I've been told that streaks are important. Um, so I'm going to keep that up. Yes. Um, so the two of you can can count on me uh, totally uh, abusing our friendship to continue my streak by having the both of you on my show. <laughs> um, we'll talk about it later. Um, but it's, um, yeah, that's like kind of our big focus. We're kind of turning more into a, a podcast network than a one-man podcast network than a blog, but whatever, man, you go where the content goes, and I like podcasting, Yeah, as you guys know, because I got up at midnight to do it. Um, so um, the other thing is this weekend on the 14th, while you are off like doing super important things and giving really cool talks, I will be a judge at the Boston Festival of Independent Games and Engage Family Ooh, Gaming nice. will be presenting the best family game category. Um Nice. So uh, I'm a judge, and Linda, my uh, managing board game editor, is a judge, and my son Evan is a judge. And the three of us oh, are going to cool. go and play a bunch of games and give out and actually give out an award. Um, and the figgies are a pretty big deal uh, in the Boston gaming community. So I'm really looking forward to that. B Fig is one of my favorite shows. So, uh, so look on my Instagram because I'll have lots of pictures. Cool. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back in a few weeks. Bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.